The following podcast contains spoilers for burning. You have been warned. up everybody it is glenjamin button here with your host glenjamin button and also your host glenjamin button and also your host miguel magusto welcome to kfr everybody i was worried for a second did you replace me with two of your clones now there's three of me here how you doing boys i'm what what i was talking to myself oh uh, are you okay glenn no I'm fantastic. How are you, Mike? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we're... we're <laughs> so that, that really threw me off. So I guess we'll just talk about movies that we saw last week. All Glenn, right. did you see anything last week? No, actually. Sadly <laughs> enough, I finished The Witcher, which is the highlight of my uh, last week. Uh, I was really happy about that. Finished Mandalorian, which released on Friday. And uh, that was that was fun. Uh, yeah. Which, in fact, will leads up to what we're going to talk about next. But let, how about you, Mike? Let's talk about you. Uh, you know, I saw things. <laughs> I don't believe you in the slightest. Well, I did. No. I did. Not a chance. Uh, I saw Uncut Gems. Uh, I betrayed you. I apologize for that. Uh, you know, Safety Brothers, Adam Sandler. Stuff like that. Um it was really good. I really want to see it with you at some point so we can discuss it some mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I also saw A Hidden Life, uh, Terrence Malick's most recent film. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Terrence Malick. I feel like he wanders too much, even though that's his whole thing. It's just not my, not my style. Um, you know, not coherent enough. Yeah. Uh, but I, I enjoyed this more than I've enjoyed any of his other stuff uh, that I've seen, at least. So, that's good, at least. Yeah, there's that. Uh, then I saw Shadow which was directed by Yumo Zhang, who did Hero, uh, House of Flying Daggers, and the, the, the Great Wall, uh, but we don't talk about that one. But Shadow was really is cool. Matt Damon one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we don't, what, what are we talking about? Not, moving on. <laughs> but Shadow was a really cool, uh, you know, another cool uh, ancient war movie from China, uh, very stylized and cool. Uh, and then the last thing I saw was Patty Cakes, um, which is a film about two aspiring rappers. Now, for someone who doesn't like hip hop, which is me, the plot reads <laughs> the plot reads that these two people that want to become rappers kidnap a goth kid who makes like his own one man band metal music force him to change that music to suit their needs and then try to become rappers um but to 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 people who like hip hop it's like oh they're saving this goth kid i could tell that that's what they were going for and in a way it does do that like he he kind of he goes willingly at some point but at like uh it's fine it's it is what it is but it, it was fine it was a good movie um just as a metal fan, I was just like, you know, people actually like metal, right? Yeah. They're, to, what the... they're, they're trying to make it seem like no one likes metal. Interesting. But, uh, 
Yeah, it was it was fine. Other than that, it was a good movie. But that was just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's all I saw, uh, last week. Other than you know, burning. But we'll get into that later. We got some news to talk about, Gwen. I see little, that you got two things you want to talk about. A little bit of news. Uh, I kind of did just speak about them, uh, mm-hmm. Mandalorian and The Witcher. So uh, Mandalorian uh, is already coming back with a second season uh, next fall, which is mm. way sooner than I could have expected it to come back. Not, not is... saying that it shouldn't, but uh, that last episode was actually really good. Uh, Taika Waititi directed it, <laughs> so yeah. it, sh- it should be really good. Um, and it's very apparent in the first first yeah, five minutes. Yeah, that it, got that J- it was Jason Sudeikis and Adam Pally as the uh, storm. It was actually, people super upset with Jason Sudeikis. Why? Because he punched Baby Yoda. <laughs> first of all, he is a big enough star where he probably didn't wear the suit and probably just did the voice. Yeah. Second of all, Baby Yoda's not real. It's fiction. It's fiction. Literally fiction. Be upset with his character. Don't be upset with 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 Jason Sudeikis. Uh, but, but that's yeah. That's not the uh. news. That's it's beyond stupid. But it's not the news. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian's <laughs> uh, coming back with a second season. I'm excited for it. I really hope they explore more and don't do side missions the next season. Yeah, I feel like you could legitimately cut four episodes out of this season. Yeah. Not miss a single thing. Yeah, there's uh, as much as I like Bill Burr, his episode is not needed at all. As no. much as I like uh, Amy Sedaris, um, her episode's not needed at all. Uh, as much as I like Eugene Cordero, his episode is not needed <laughs> at all. Yeah, as, and that's that's the running theme. There's in in the gaming industry, like there's a lot of hype right now that uh, movies and TV shows are trying to take aspects of games. Don't do the side uh, missions, though. But, yeah, I mean, the side <laughs> missions isn't really the way to go. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they're on the right track. I mean, the episodes were good f- for the most part. Yeah. But I'm, they weren't they, none needed of them were bad, for the most they, part. Yeah, none of them were bad, but they definitely were not needed. Um, so um, I'm, I'm hoping that the second season, now that we're getting it really soon in fall, well, not really soon, but you know what I'm saying, uh, it, hopefully it just sticks to a story instead of, like, side things because yeah this isn't a show if you're handing us somebody new in this new cast of people instead of like the skywalkers like just don't give us every everybody side missioned yeah we don't we don't need that we don't need we, that like if you really want to explore that aspect of the world make it part of like the following season but don't start a plot yeah and then abandon that plot for three or four episodes I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting if they make the characters from the filler episodes <laughs> that didn't need to be filler episodes more apparent in the second season. Yeah, so we'll see. It's... I would like to see more of like Bill Burr and uh, um, God, what's his name? The guy who plays Mister Krabs. He played the Devil guy. <laughs> um, but I would like to see more of their. Now I'm having a brain fart. Their too. characters, um, Clancy Brown. Clancy um, Brown. I would like to see more of their characters, but in a way that makes sense for the plot of the story. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, that's a reason I don't like a lot of TV shows is because they, they don't focus on the plot as much as they should. So TV shows have like D plots, E plots, F plots, J plots, Z plots, stuff like that. And just it becomes too much, if you ask me. Um, it does become a little too much. So I, I like things. That's why I like movies more. They're they're consistent. They're co- coherent. They're just one 
line. They don't go off on all these different strings, which if that's your thing, fine. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not my thing. So uh, one of my friends actually just said I should watch Doctor Who. Uh, and I'm, it's just, ah, dude, it's just too much. Lot. There's too much. I, I, I don't, it's not finite enough. Like I like miniseries cause they're finite. Chernobyl was great cause it was finite. Mm-hmm. I knew there'd be an ending cause it's not fictional. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, and here comes my anime nerd coming out. That's like a friend. If like a, if I'm in Dragon Ball Z and a friend wants to like recommend Naruto, I'm like, or one piece. They're like a thousand or fifteen hundred episodes by now. There's That's not ridiculous. a chance that I'm ever going to do yeah, that. Yeah, like as I'm sure The Wire is great. I'm never going to watch it. I'm yeah. sure Sopranos is great. I'm never going to watch it. Um, that like Mad Men was great. I'm glad I jumped into that. Yeah, but that wasn't terribly I'm, I'm never gonna the watch longest Mad- series again. I'm, I'm never going to watch Mad Men. I just have too many things that I want to watch to let a TV show slow me down. Yeah, the first um, two seasons of Mad Men are like the only thing that really yeah, matter to me. It, it, it was one thing when I was a student and had a lot of free time, but now that like I'm an adult and don't mm-hmm. have a lot of free time, I'm probably never going to watch these shows. Stop yeah. recommending them to me. <laughs> <laughs> just get away from me. Yeah. I don't want to see them. Exactly. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's that's the Mandalorian for me. Um, yeah. For the first news. Uh, the second one, I don't... Did you even start this one yet, The Witcher? I have no interest to, if I'm honest. Okay, um, no, that's fine. I, I might at some point. If Caitlin, my wife, watched it and the show she likes... you guys watched Game of Thrones, right? I didn't. I, I watched a season and a half and couldn't get into okay. it. Um, I was going to say, because this, already the first season for me, totally my opinion, is already better than the whole culmination of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I don't care about that kind of world i don't care about fantasy yeah if you ask me it's all trying to be lord of the rings and none of it's as good as lord of the rings what the fuck happened to my screens so i thought you were saying that about what i just said no uh i mean well (laughs) it's your opinion i'm not gonna bash you for it um (laughs) but yeah it's it's all trying to be lord of the rings is not as good as lord of the rings yeah so i don't want to waste my time with it not that it is a waste of time but it's a waste of time um so (laughs) i was my time (laughs) I was having trouble finding the article again, but I word of mouth yeah. heard that uh, they're good for two more seasons. I just That's finished. I just finished. I'm the also first not one. as big of a fan of Henry Cavill as you are. Yeah, I, like, I love the guy. He's yeah, great. It, like he's fine. I haven't seen anything that he's been in other than uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, yeah. where I was actually really compelled by his character. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, it's he. He hasn't impressed me too much yet. Um, well, if for God, some God-given reason you start watching The Witcher, he is, uh, a really good interpretation of uh, Geralt of Rivia, um, from from the books. I haven't read the books, but that's what I'm hearing, and I really want to read the books now because the first mm-hmm. season for me was really good. And I'm How glad... do people have all this time? <laughs> like I don't have where, all this where time. Where you to have watch... time for movies, people have time for anything else in the world. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> why, would, why would you want to spend your time doing anything else other than watching movies? I mean, sometimes I or somehow I'm balancing games and movies in my life, so yeah. I don't know. Do you and have work. a social life anymore? A what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a social life either, so I'm not judging you. Um, but but anyway, uh, The Witcher is what, from what I'm hearing, uh, greenlit for two more seasons, and I hear they're having plans for yeah. seven seasons. Uh, I don't know if I want that many. But there are some books that uh, they're <laughs> apparently they're taken uh, really well or good care of from the source material to the show. So fingers Sounds crossed. Sounds like how uh, Game of Thrones started. Its, yeah, hopefully it stays on its stride. But I'm pretty sure yeah. the books are finished. So that's that's a plus. 
Uh, that's all of my nose. Er, yeah. nose. My nose. You see it? My news isn't really news, uh, other than uh, cats. Cats came out and is being completely obliterated by critics and audience alike. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to say was I didn't have any interest in seeing the movie until I heard how bad shit insane it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like. Apparently, like, Rebel Wilson's character eats cockroaches. And that's blowing up right now. <laughs> and But the cockroaches have human faces. Yep. Uh, she also takes off her skin to reveal another skin that happens to be wearing, like, a pink jumpsuit or whatever. What the and, like, I don't even know what to make of this movie, but it seems like one that is going to eventually be... Uh, talked about on a podcast called how did this get made <laughs> what's really great is i was helping the ushers the last uh on thursday and friday mm-hmm. or uh, thursday and wednesday because christmas and the day after and we went to go clean up the theaters for cats and like we walked in there and they were already like cleaned because <laughs> no one was in there yeah I, it, it just seems so ridiculous like i mean it looked ridiculous beforehand but now that yeah. like even fans of the sh- the movie are talking about how ridiculous it is or the like people who like it like it ironically yeah and people who don't like it don't un- like I-, I i'm just i'm here for it i'm here for how stupid it looks and i'm looking forward to that so i, I might go see it at some point we'll we'll see if, if you don't want to see uncut gems tomorrow i might go torture okay. myself by seeing that i was about to say i'm not gonna join you for cats that's fine I don't like to waste my time because <laughs> I've already I'm we were already just too talking about how up. TV shows are a waste of my time yeah. and then I want to watch Cats. <laughs> Here we are. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to see Cats just to see how bad it is. That's yeah. all. Like I don't yeah. think it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, but don't yeah. don't expect anything from it. So since we're talking about Cats, let's jump into our talking about our dogs m- now from two thousand three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just we should talk about burning because it has nothing to do. I mean, there's a cat in it. <laughs> there's there's a but, cat. But uh, we'll talk about burning. Burning. All right. This is my beautiful pick of the mm-hmm. week. So burning was uh, my choice of the week, um, and it is uh, made in 2018, uh, directed by Chang Dong Li. And here we go. I'm. I promise you, I am 100% sorry. I'm gonna butcher some names. <laughs> If I do, at least. Uh, <clears throat> directed by Chang Dong Li, uh, Jung Su bumps into a girl who used to live in the same neighborhood who asks him to look after her cat while she's on a trip to Africa. When back, she introduces Ben, a mysterious guy she met there, who confesses his secret hobby. Which, now that I watch the movie, it's kind of like a like a butchered synopsis in a way. Yeah, I feel like they're trying not to give too much of the plot away. Yeah. Um I honestly the but the plot was the reason I didn't want to see this yeah. before. Uh just cuz it made it seem more like a uh a romantic movie, but it's not at it's all. It's not. Um but it it uh it stars uh Ah In Yu, uh Steven Yeon uh from The Walking Dead and and Jung Soo Jun. Uh yeah. Again, I'm sorry if I butchered those names, but here we are. Uh, so, yeah, where do we even begin on this movie? Uh, we should begin with the beginning. Uh, no, I have no idea. Or the end. <laughs> the thing I like most about this film was that it had the balls to be as left up to interpretation as it is in mm-hmm. the end. Like, 
I don't want to say it doesn't wrap up anything, because uh, that would be to imply that nothing happens in the movie. Yeah. But it leaves a lot up to interpretation, which I eventually in this podcast, I want to talk to you, see what you think happens. Absolutely. Um, th- it really outshined. Like I, I think we talked about, uh, I, I briefly kind of hinted at in our uh, best of the decade podcast that was released yesterday that um, burning actually made it into my top 10 of the, of 2018. I don't know if I doubt it's the same for you. Um, but I loved this movie. Yeah. Um. So I was. I really enjoyed this movie. I'm mm-hmm. not not shitting on it at all. Uh, I know it might seem like it because I'm kind of like hesitating, but I really enjoyed this movie. And I think the ending of it is what kind of threw me off because it left so much to interpretation. Yeah. And I it was definitely like, it definitely forces you to think. Like my it's, it's... brain. I was watching this at five a.m. Oh no! <laughs> well, that sounds like a personal problem. It was a huge personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I was really enjoying it. Uh, I loved everybody in it. Uh, there was some scenes that lasted way too long for me that I didn't feel comfortable with, like a um, a good three or four masturbation scenes. But here we are. You didn't love those, dude. I fucking loved them. <laughs> but <laughs> no, were they too I, long? I, I could get Absolutely. that. Um, I think. Um, I think those were to show a just how lonely uh, Jong Su is, yeah, uh, and b to kind of show that he, the thing I like about this is all three people, all three of the main characters, are not without guilt in the situation at all. Like, yeah. n- there's no one right person within the entire film, um, and. I, I love that because it kind of makes it like you you keep going back and forth between oh I'm rooting for uh you know uh, when you think it's just gonna be like a um uh, a uh, love triangle you're mm-hmm. oh I'm rooting for Jong Su oh I mean uh, Ben seems okay I mean he he seems kind of like sociopathic yeah. but he seems okay other than the slight sociopathic tendencies yeah he's um, he's like a super charming dude yeah. and, and like you, then you're like oh hi me you you're better than all of them. You don't deserve, you don't deserve to have to settle for either of them. Yeah. Um, and it, it just kind of, it makes you go back and forth between all three of them. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just, I've always liked Stephen Young. Um, you know, in, in the walking dead, he's great, but yeah. in this, he was captivating in this. Mm-hmm. Like he, he stole pretty much every single scene he was in. Just he really, from, he really did. Handsome devil, handsome Him devil. And, his... and <laughs> Him and his dominant genetic code, or whatever. I don't even remember what he said. His, I have, I have uh, superior DNA is what he superior said. superior DNA. Um, what the but, hell did I say? <laughs> dominant genetic code. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he like his looks alone, He his character <laughs> just, you are right there. Yeah. His character just de- demands... Uh, your attention throughout mm-hmm. the entire thing just just in his his you know calm attitude and and demeanor and you can tell he's comfortable in every single scene he's in mm-hmm. um whereas both Jaime and Jong Su are kind of you can tell that they're not exactly comfortable in their own skin yeah um and that is probably one of the the best parts of this movie is just the dynamic between all three of them um yeah, this movie is this movie gives you this huge tug of war of like who you're actually like rooting for. For yeah. for me, obviously you're 
you're rooting for uh, Jung Jung Yu. Oh my God. Jung Su. Jung Su. I almost said Jung Yu. Uh, Jung Su. You're obviously rooting for him. He's the main character. Uh, he was. He's a little bit slow at times, but yeah. Uh, Obviously, he's, like, fallen for this chick, and then she goes to Africa, and then she sees this handsome Gatsby character, uh, who was Steven Young, and mm-hmm. um, and then she's f- fell for him, and now he's trying to, like, get with her, but, you know, sh- Steven Young. <laughs> uh, so, like, and then you see how cool Steven Young is, and you're like, well, shit, he's awesome. Yeah. And then... And then High Me is just so cool too. She's so free spirited, and you're you're absolutely right. You're just stuck between these three characters, and mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult to yeah. say the least. You you mentioned Gatsby. I really like the connections between this and the Great Gatsby. Yeah. Um. I am. I personally dislike the Great Gatsby. I think every character in that is dislikable. Yeah. Which is kind of the point. I get that. But for me to care about characters, I have to like the characters. Uh, in this, all of the characters, while guilty in some sense, are all really likable in mm-hmm. some way. They all have elements of them, uh, of themselves, where, you know, like you said, uh, Hai Ming, uh, Hai Mi is uh, free-spirited, uh, uh, Ben is is confident, and then Jong Su, uh, you know, he just, he's, he probably shows the least worth for for your your respect not Mm -hmm. to say you should disrespect him but his you rooting for him more comes from pity than anything exactly Um, uh and and that's not to say he's not a good character he's he's a really good and compelling character but you know he's going through shit where he's he's more or less homeless he's staying at his his childhood home uh because his dad's going to court for shit that he's doing at work yeah so he's got all these things um and uh, you you just kind of, for lack of a better word, pity him, and, and it's just yeah, it's um, it's a pity respect that you have for him, and that you're hoping for him this whole time. Yeah, like you can tell there's enough there. Like he's a smart guy. He's he's a great writer. That's brought up multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just kind of lost himself in a way. Yeah. Um. And and then you know, this character of Ben, which he has everything that Jong Su doesn't. Um. He, he kind of just makes you kind of jealous for Jong Su uh, that he's not as successful as as Ben's character, Stephen Young's character, um, and 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 you can't really hate Ben yeah. because he's so stupid charming. He, he he doesn't give you a reason to hate him other than the fact that uh, he's, he, he says mysterious. that he's, he's mysterious and he states that he doesn't really feel emotions mm-hmm. like he feels what he thinks is sadness but hasn't he gives cried. off the characteristics of what you would assume would be like a serial killer or serial such. killer sociopath but that also creates the mystery yeah within the film uh like, like we said uh, we're going to talk about spoilers here so if you haven't seen burning and don't want it spoiled for you stop now bada bing is the time bada bing is the time uh, so that kind of with with this being vague in in how it ends and leaving it up for interpretation, do you think Ben's character kills High Me? No, no. I think, and so here, <laughs> so I don't think Ben did anything. I think that, uh, 
he didn't give off any emotions because he's never felt sadness really his whole life. He's never had a reason to so, be sad really. So he dated this chick for like a month. So why would he be sad? And if she doesn't exist anymore, or just stop talking to him. Uh, why not just move on? So that's what yeah. he did. Um, and it looks sketchy from uh, Jung Su, uh's point of view mm-hmm. because he just moved on. She disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, obviously, what he does to Ben uh, after that is, uh, to me, unwarranted. So, it just makes... Well, absolutely. Jung I mean, either Su, way, it's unwarranted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's illegal more, no matter how you look at it. It's, it's than either, usual, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's murder regardless of whether or not Steve, Stephen Jung's character is also a murderer. So Yeah, so um, I, I, I think that... And here is the... The key to why I'm thinking this is mm-hmm. because when she went to Africa, she had this huge, uh, kind of like speech. She was like dancing at a, she was doing like a this African dance at a, a part like a dinner party with uh, Ben's Ben's friends, and like she or no 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 wait it was just it was uh, when she came back from Africa it was Ben, Jaime um, and Jung Su at dinner having um uh, having some food, and like she was talking about how. And this is this is where the, the thing comes in with Ben not having any feelings because she's mm-hmm. bawling her eyes out saying that she wanted to just disappear with the sunset or whatever, like yeah. just die with it. So she was obviously having some suicidal thoughts. So I feel like she capitalized on that. Yeah. Obviously, I don't give any signs that uh, she did do that other than mm-hmm. just her moving all of her shit out of her room or having it cleaned. Um, and it makes it they make it really hard for you to pick a certain point of view on how this happened. Yeah. I personally think Ben didn't do anything. I think Jaime might have killed herself, and I think Jung, Jung Su is just being way too attached to this woman. Yeah. I mean, either way, he's way too attached to her. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they had sex once, and then he kind of mm-hmm. just became obsessed with her. I mean, um, I would, I, I mean I'd fall for her. She's fun as shit. Yeah. Uh, but he got way too attached, way too quickly and uh made for a good story absolutely uh i honestly just because i know how south korean movies usually go i thought for a while that ben did kill her Mm -hmm. and then i wasn't convinced really but that's kind of what i was thinking uh throughout the the uh the last half of the third act um and, and then they start showing Ben in his life, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna reveal how he did it, mm-hmm. and then he goes, he he's sitting on his car, and then uh, Jung Su arrives, and then he says, oh, I thought you said you're bringing high me, and as soon as he said that, I'm like, he didn't do it. He, yeah, he there's no reason he would have met them if 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 Jung Su told him that he was coming with high me. Mm-hmm. Um. So as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, he's he's completely innocent." It just yeah. it just looks fishy, um, but yeah, you you, I, I don't know if Jaime killed herself, but I do think she ran off and then yeah, um, disappeared from life. Disappeared. I think she probably like ran away, and then the the one thing that gets me is that phone call from Jaime to Jung Soo. Where like she doesn't speak and you just hear like the phone fall and then foot footsteps, 
uh, running away and then running to the phone and then hanging up. Like, I don't know what to make of that. And, and I love that I don't know what to make of that. Like, yeah. it, it really puts you in Jiang Su's head uh, where you're just like, oh, something bad happened to her. And all signs point to Ben. Yep. And and it, it it's just a fantastic mystery, kind of a noir uh, of, of the 50s where it's like the, you don't know what's going on and you love that you don't know what's going on. Yeah, you don't, you don't know how to make heads or tails of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and neither character, their traits or evidence really gives you enough evidence to come up with a conclusion of it. Absolutely. Um, and it sucks and it's fantastic at the same time. It, it really does. Uh, but it's it's really hard to talk about this movie just because of how open-ended and, and up for discussion it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I absolutely loved it. I think it's one of the best movies of the year that it came out. Um, I think all of the actors in it are fantastic. Yu uh, Ing, Stephen Jung, Jun Jong Seo. I, I don't know why I put myself in that position to have yeah. to pronounce those. But they're, they're all great actors. Um, I look forward to their other works and, and uh, Lee Chang Dong's other films. Um, yeah, from what I hear, uh, Zhang Su Jun is uh, in a movie with Kate Winslet here soon. Is it the one that was filming around here? I I think that's just an HBO special. I think okay. she's actually in a film with her. I, I, okay. It was a quick read. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So there it is. <laughs> So I know she's she might be coming out with something here soon. Yeah, Mona Steven, Lisa and the Blood Moon. Yeah, Stephen Young, he's he's gonna be doing stuff. He was in The Walking Dead. He's gonna definitely be doing. Oh stuff. yeah, I mean he he was in uh, Sorry to Bother You, mm-hmm. um, which is another another great movie. Um, but I I love Stephen Young. I think he's he's got a great career and and, and everyone he's a terrific this, singer. If you've ever heard him sing before, I'm gonna have to look it up now. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> hey, got anything else to say about this? That's that's really about it. All right, so that does it for our review of Burning. If you don't know what to make heads or tails of it, neither do we. Yeah. We don't know what happened. But that brings us to the judgment. It has to be by unanimous decision that this goes on the KFR shelf and becomes a shelf boy. Uh, gl- do we do who picked it first? I forget. I think we do who picked it first. Okay, so you picked it first. So, Glenn, does this make it onto the KFR shelf? There's so much mystery involved, and the open-endingness really just kills you. But at the same time, at 5 in the morning, you're like, fuck it, it's a f- so good, it's going to make a shelf. It's going to make a shelf, boy. Yeah, I mean, I th- if, if anything, the mystery makes it for me. Like, it, it really does. If, I, it, if it sealed the deal, it would definitely not have been as good of a movie. Yeah, I mean, you said that you didn't have much to say about it, and then you probably said more than I did. Yeah, I didn't expect it. to, but I think, yeah, you did, because when you asked how I like thought it ended... And that's that's what was really bothering me the most. Yeah, I so. mean, I, one of my friends asked me how I thought it ended, and that's when I kind of figured that that's the best way to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the mystery is the best part about it. The fact that it it leaves it so movies that leave it up for discussion afterwards are always better than like movies that are ex- exactly what they are at face value. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm gonna say yes. This is a, a shelf boy as well. So there we go. We got two for two in the, in the comebacks of, of the yeah. We got burning makes it onto the shelf, along with uh, prospect, which we had last week as well, and the others, which we both all the others, which we're not naming now. But no, no, we're not. But yeah, burning is a shelf boy. Oh yeah, that brings us. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to 
plugs. Mm-hmm. Glenn, what and, is your uh, plug? Since it is my week, I get the first plug. Mm-hmm. So, I think we all know, uh, for the most part, bad lip reading on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. They just came out with a music video for uh, a scene during The Last Jedi where Yoda and, and Luke are about to burn, sorry, spoilers, are about to burn the Jedi books. Um, and the sacred texts. The sacred texts. Um, and the music video is called My Stick. <laughs> and it is the funniest thing. I listened. When it came out, it had only been out for four hours, if that. And it was already at like a million and a half or a million point five views already. Mm-hmm. It's the funniest thing I've ever listened to this year, I think. That's good. So I would recommend watching that and obviously all their other stuff but bad lip reading of the last jedi my stick music video my stick hilarious uh my plug for this week is an entire channel um i've been watching a lot of british tv shows lately british like reality and and did someone say tv shows yeah disgusting (laughs) we hate those here (laughs) they're not like plot driven shows they're like they're they're like uh game shows with comedians on them yeah. is what i've been watching uh and i've been watching a lot of taskmaster so uh, is that why i just saw that in my history for kfi <laughs> yes you did the <laughs> the channel for taskmaster has a bunch of clips a few full episodes of the show taskmaster uh it's a british game show where comedians are given the most ridi- ridiculous tasks and they have to do them either the fastest or in the most ridiculous way to get points and it is so fucking hilarious. It is so smart and funny. There is an American version as well. They did one season. Uh, I hope they make more seasons, but I don't think they will. That's on Comedy Central. But yes, Taskmaster, the channel on YouTube. There's plenty of fun to go around on there. So I'm going to have to say that. Okay. I think I'll have so, to look at it. My stick from bad lip reading reading. and the channel taskmaster are our plugs for this week that brings us to my pick for next week oh boy uh i i will give you one guess if you can get to to guess what studio this movie comes from my boy is it from a24 it is from a24 well it is available on amazon prime and it is the florida project uh written and directed by sean baker starring brooklyn prince Christopher Rivera, Aiden Malik, and Willem Dafoe. Uh, the Florida Project tells a story set over one summer. The film follows precious six-year-old Mooney, 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 or Mooney, as she courts mischief and adventure with her ragtag playmates and bonds with her rebellious but caring mother, all while living in the shadows of Walt Disney World. Uh, I saw this when it came out in 2017. If I'm honest, I don't remember uh, much of it other than Willem Dafoe being great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of why I want to watch it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's available on Amazon Prime, The Florida Project. That's our movie for next week. All right. So, as always, you can follow us on fi- uh, Facebook, Filmstone Film Review. Fi- Filmstone. Keystone <laughs> Film Review. Keystone Film Review on Facebook. On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore Film underscore Review. On Twitter, we are Keystone underscore Film. Yeah, that's it. And then on letterboxd i am mike kfr <laughs> and i'm glenn kfr and that will do it until we discuss the florida project next week see you next week but happy new year everybody <laughs>